single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you're listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. I haven't done a podcast in like two and a half months now. Really? Since I got a girlfriend, I haven't done a podcast. So maybe Good. two and a half, three months. I just. <laughs> I realized, I think, that the only reason I was doing a podcast is because I was depressed and unhappy. Podcasts fill the void. Yeah, I was filling this void, and I haven't had any motivation to do a podcast since I got a girlfriend, Maybe we'll- but now I finally did again, so I guess the high from having a girlfriend is starting to wear off, and I'm starting to be my oh. sad self again. So it's not taking yeah. you even higher. Her high has shrunk, and now the podcast is filling- Yes. Not as much of a void. Right. It's more of a... Less of a void. In the construction world, it's called a shim. It's where you put a little sliver. So it's like a sliver. Damn. I didn't realize... I knew you worked construction because you just told me, but I didn't realize you actually knew your shit. Dude, I was a project manager. For how long? Uh, Like eight, nine years. That's a long time. And to become a project manager, do you have to be an actual construction worker no. like how do you learn I'll be honest as a how that how, how did you get into that because like if I apply to be a project manager no one's hiring me well, they'd be like you're not I don't have the experience they go you didn't even know what a shim was <laughs> I knew what a shim was okay <laughs> your resume I'm a fucking man a resume special talents identifying wow, I funny. have a, t- a full drill bit set and drill cordless and corded at my apartment I've worked a circular circular saw the jigsaw. When I walked in, you were wiping down the wall. <laughs> that like was the a, most construction thing you probably did in Okay, three that was years. a little feminine. But the point is <laughs> you I've fl- built <laughs> what have I built? I've I've mounted a TV before. That's my critique on first off, that's still tough because you gotta find the studs. Oh, I mean I, it's and it's high stakes too. It's like if it falls, you just lost money. Well, you know what I realized about mounting TV? I could mount a TV. Mm-hmm. I could. I've done it. I've proved to myself that I can do it. I'm listening. It costs like sixty dollars to hire someone to mount a TV. So you're saying it's, but it's what you gain. What you are you saying? You should just have somebody do it. I would much rather have somebody but do you it. Sixty dollars. You, you now can say you mount a TV. It, yeah, but it's not like when you build a piece of furniture. Like if you built your own I custom think, table, or then you have something to show for it. Like that's mine. That's my piece of art. That's what I built. Mountain TV is boring. Like, no. I mounted that. Okay, cool. Bro, if you said to me, I built this table, I'd be like, okay. But then you say, I mounted all those screens. I would be more impressed with that because that takes knowledge of things inside the wall. You don't even know where they are. There's yeah. so much more high stakes. I get what you're saying, but no, this is a piece. I mean, not this table, but you didn't it's forge a piece of the art. wood. You got if it you, from a box from yeah, like but if you Wayfair. The shade. No, no, I'm not talking about building a table. Oh, building it. I'm talking about buying the piece of wood. Sanding oh, the, it, put picking your lacquer. Oh, well, that's different. That would be impressive to me. Mounting a TV lacquering doesn't it. do anything for me. Well, if we're going that way, I get it. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, how'd you get um, the resume to be a project manager? I moved to I moved out here to get my master's in architecture. So I worked in architecture for two and a half years. One one year in Connecticut. Are you good at drawing? 
Yeah, I was oh. runner-up class artist in high school, and I got cheated out by I got cheated artist. out by this fucking kid <laughs> who went around and asked people to vote for him, and I'm like, you can't do that in superlatives. That's lame as. Shit. I had multiple Hell. people. I can't. I was runner-up class artist, runner-up best eyes because both people runner-up best eyes. Dude, what did you get? First off. What did you get? You're okay. talking down to me right now, and I don't First like off, this. How do you even? Did they give out a runner up at the, at the, the uh, no at the like they had like an a, a uh, they like a say, ceremony. They announced the runner up. They had all the seniors in the auditorium, yeah. and they go, "Okay, best eyes. It's down to these two. And then they gave it to the other kid. So two, I feel like they shouldn't even tell someone the runner up. They should pick a winner, and that's it. I mean, because I, I, I think the same. Um, <laughs> Although now I have the accolade where I could. Can you talk. imagine if someone's like, "Are you a good drawer?" And your credit is, I, I say was a runner-up, best drawer in high school. I say that you are pathetic, dude. Why? I don't know. I beat I'm out three hundred and fifty. I'm just bullying. Fifty-four you. kids. Congratulations <laughs> on that. Uh, I can draw very well though. So yeah, runner-up, best eyes. I got uh, class clown. It was. You would get That's clown. not what they called it, though. It was called Mr. <laughs> Mr. Tory Pines High School. Oh, they didn't they even want to put clown on there. They didn't call it class clown, but that's what it was. <laughs> they were that embarrassed. I go, we can't do this to him. We don't want it published in a book. They just, I think, I think class clown maybe is mean to the student or me, or makes it like a reward the for class being class clown. class clown doesn't care. He wants that. Oh, I would. I don't care. But yeah, I think. The school didn't want that title, so they called it Mr. T. You were that kid? You were like the loud kid? Or were you just secretly funny and everyone knew? I was, um, it depends on the class. If the teacher was weak and I could sense you, their weakness, I would get in there and ruin You were manipulative. I, if I sensed weakness from an adult, I would climb in and, ruin, and take over the class. As you should. But if the teacher was like stern and an asshole and like wasn't didn't deal with that shit, then I was quiet and normal. You were like a hyena. Yeah, I was like a hyena. If but you there saw was... the injured lion, you would bite it. But if not, you'd fucking run yeah, away. Yeah, so I made a few teachers giggling. cry. Really? Yeah, I've made not in high school, but when I was younger, I remember in out, middle, of, out of it, school, I made one girl in elementary school cry, nice. and one both. I made two teachers cry. They were both female. <clears throat> not saying. And that, just saying, that's, that's just what it was. Let's clip that. And then you'd get canceled for that. In middle school, I made my art, my female art teacher cry as well. I I respected my art teacher, so I'd never do that. I made kid. I read. I made men cry. I made. I got in trouble for bullying once. A teacher, or a kid, a kid. Uh, yeah, you do. Look his like mom a called my mom, and then I actually felt so bad. I was like, I can't do this. I have the power to do it, and he knew. Oh, he, you stopped bullying after that. Yeah. You're saying. You're would, like, oh, I'm a bully. I if anything, I use my powers for good. And I remember like the bully would sit at our lunch table and I would make fun of him and everybody would laugh, thwarting him. So if anything, that's how I used Was to. your bullying in high school just like name calling or were there it was, uh, were it was more ro- kids? It wasn't physical because I, I couldn't get in trouble because I played sports. So I had to be verbal. But I'm saying was the bully at your high school, was he, oh, like, he was beating like, up yeah, kids? Yeah, he was like a wrestler, big dumb fuck my high school the only fights that happened at my high school were uh interracial fights where it was like a black guy fighting a mexican guy or a white guy fighting a black guy there was no that's cool bully fights 
There was only race fights. Well, there was like, I don't think it was uh, race wars. And yeah, there was only Diego. race wars. <laughs> there was no bully fights. We, I think people, when the bully would fight, it was a kid who got sick of his shit and goes, I'm, we're fighting. And then yeah. he, and the bully would in turn win because he just knew how to, he knew how to wrestle. He was a good wrestler. So then he would just do the move and just punch you in the face. Dang. Um, but anyways, I got, he liked me, but even when he would try to start shit, I would just make fun of him. And everybody would be on my side, but uh, so your best drawer and your best like, drawer. I should be an architect. So, anyways, moved to LA for architecture. I worked at our. Why did you move to LA for architecture? They have a good architecture school. No, I went to. You if, secretly wanted to be a comedian. Um, no, actually, I uh, I did undergrad in Boston, and with like designing buildings, like the Northeast, because of the cold and everything, it's very different. Uh, code, what not code wise, but it's very different to design a building in the Northeast versus like LA where it's all hot and open air. So I figured I was like, okay, if I want to be a well-rounded architect, it'd be cool to, I, I design projects there. I should go to the, uh, West coast. Also you have two years to kind of move wherever. So I was like, I heard good things. Coincidentally, the summer before I moved out here, I did stand up for the first time. So it was kind of like a happy accident. Um, but then I came out here just to kind of, you know, but secretly, I, even when I went to grad school, I needed the, the graduate degree to become a licensed architect. So I kind of like had to go to grad school because if you, you graduate from graduate yeah, grad school, yeah. so you're a licensed architect. No. So oh. I have my master. I could now sit for the exam if I wanted. So you could take the test to be one, yes. but you never studied for I never, it. Or did once, one by the time I got out of grad school and I started yes. working for a year, I was like, I don't even like this. Because I started doing comedy, which was like my creative outlet. And I was like, fuck this. You get paid like shit. And it was just a waste of time. My boss was – every architect I met, like they're just such pussies and it was annoying. So Architect, I don't know much about it, but it seems very competitive. It's very and snobby because it, it's a design thing. It's the way yeah. – com- you know how comics watch other comics and kind of got yeah. their two cents always – it's like that, but for designing. Yeah. So anytime I would do a drawing for like the architect or the boss of our company, they always had two cents. They're just snobby, douchebaggy. And I was like, I can't do this. Not to mention you're getting paid. What if you just started your own firm though? To do that, you need, I, at that point I was like, I don't like this enough to want to go to that extreme to uh, just to be able to design and it, d- like design offices and like – once you get to a certain level, it's not your design. It's like jokes are cool because no one can tell you how to design your joke. When you design and like a court, right, there's not that many ways to do it. Well, the owner, the, well, exa- the owner, for example, like if I was designing this, I'm designing it for you, so I can do whatever I want. But at the end of the day, you have control over it, mm-hmm. so you really aren't like doing whatever you want. And it's not too often that you get a client that's like, I have unlimited budget, it's and I want never. this to be a piece of art most of the time it's like hey i'm making a building to sell offices i have this much and i want it to look like this much yeah and i want to be basic and just put it together and functional and on top of that you have the broker who's the guy trying to lease it out if we're going to talk about offices Mm -hmm. he's now trying to get your design to be the maximum amount of rentable square footage there's so much money thing coming in you know but uh that's one of the biggest, like in grad school, we'd always have like conversations that are those constraints good, f- make you a good designer, or is it better to be like autonomous where you can do whatever you want? But I, I would argue that 
when you have like constraints of like, okay, this is your budget. You got this owner telling you what to do. If you can still design something badass with that, I found that pretty interesting, but I also didn't care enough anymore to want to even go down that road because I was doing standup. So I was kind of getting that outlet. So this was what year? 2000. I graduated 2000. I was in grad school 2010 to 12. And then this was 13 and 14. Got it. Okay. And then I About did free, then I did freelance, uh, <clears throat> like architectural things like renderings, drawings, et cetera. Um, for like a year and a half. So you probably make some badass show posters. Dude, I do. Yeah. Want to see one? Yeah. Hold up as we're talking. Um, so I did that. My buddy was a, was in construction while I was doing my freelance stuff. And I was like, this dude makes fucking coin. And I was like, I need to get out of this. And luckily, one of the guys I was doing freelance for, he uh, he introduced me to my old boss. And I right away, my side note, when you're in architecture and you're like a subordinate employee, you never go to the projects. You sit in the office all day. When I got introduced to my old boss right away, I was like the assistant project manager for this like $20 million like real estate headquarter project in Beverly Hills. Mm -hmm. My salary like doubled immediately. I was like, it was, I, I'm not even kidding you for like four years. I was like, I don't even feel like I'm working. My workload got chopped in half. I was on the double money, dude. I was making, and then I got a rate. And what kind of money are we talking about? So I went from for assistant project managing. Uh, so technically the term, I was a project engineer at that point, but my duties, if you on how much does a project engineer in LA make? Uh, 50 K a year, hundred K a year. I was making, I started there. I was making 75, 75. So I went from making 45 at the architecture firm, fucking counting pennies. 75, which is good money. And so then what did you make when you were a full on project manager? What is the job you just quit? Were you making one twenty something? You just quit a one twenty something job, dude. It doesn't. I didn't realize you're a rich guy. I'm not rich, but I. You're freaking rich, dude. <laughs> dude, For a there, comic. Yeah, but I wasn't. You're making, the richest comic. Like, you know what's crazy? You no, know the best part was when I was touring with Drew and doing my job. I was like, I was super. Yeah, making such good money. I know. You know what's <laughs> weird to think about? Like, I'm when you make one twenty a year. A lot of money, which is a lot of money, but like to a normal person, it's not crazy money. That's just like a good job. That's the thing in LA. You're like, st- you're like, in how LA, am I still broke? Yeah, like, in LA, it's, it's not a lot of money, but yeah. or it's good money, but you know what I mean. Anyway, yeah, to make more than one twenty though, as a comedian. Well, it's like not as a comedian; it was as a construction. No, I know, yeah. but to make more than one twenty as a comedian, you have to be a famous person or like moderately famous. That you need, would be, you need to straight up be selling tickets. To shows like that's what I'm saying, um, that, right? So it sucks because there's no like there's a lot of comedians that are like would love to make 50k a year doing stand up, but if you did that, that would still be uh, a downgrade from your regular job, which I kind of knew going into that. So like that's why, and I'm pretty proud of myself as far as like the last um, year. I mean, I knew at one point I was going to quit. I knew when I came to this company, because I'm actually, the company I just left, I was only there for a year and a half. I was at my old company for much longer. I knew I was going to leave. So I started to like generate like an exit plan where I, I mean, I used to, not to be a douche, I leased a BMW. I got rid Mm -hmm. of that. I just started downsizing everything. I started like, I gave myself a budget. In the last couple months, I made this like crazy Excel file thing where I basically calculated my overhead, including spending. I freak- That's dedication. Bro, it's it's actually, I want to show people because it's 
pretty badass. And even now, so like the last couple months I put in um, like what I did make through comedy with like brand deals and my overhead of uh, what I was making with um, my job. And then I had like my deducts. Uh, so, but then it's cool because I basically saved up a years of a year of overhead for myself mm -hmm. today. I'll just say it on air. Today's my first day of not having the construction job. Right. You're just so basically comedian. from today, Starting I now. bought myself one year, assuming I make $0 in comedy. You're giving yourself a year to just give it a shot of not working. Right. Job. But the yeah. beauty is I do make money through my Some brand, money, yeah. brand deal. Dude, like next month, my overhead's mm -hmm. covered for two videos. That's incredible. Shout out Mudwater. <laughs> oh, actually, I like Mudwater is the water that's kind of brown. Right, it comes in that little cylinder. Did you try it? Wait, it's like it when you drink it, it doesn't look like water, right? But it tastes like water. No, no, no. Mud uh, water is that new like coffee coffee oh, alternative. Okay. Never had it. No. Um, I'm sorry, this is taking way too long. Um, it's that like coffee alternative. Long story short, I've been doing brand deals, which right. has been great. They are giving me two for next month. So now I'm like, okay. Let's assume I make zero dollars. And it is for your TikTok mainly. Uh, social. I'll do I'll Instagram me. and TikTok. But then that doesn't count my what I make through views on TikTok and Instagram. Right. Um, but uh, uh, yeah. So I don't know, we kind of went off on a tangent of the money thing. No, but that's crazy. And it, uh, one thing that I I think you should get some credit for is when you do what you're doing, giving up. This lifestyle that you've already hard. built is hard. Like, Bro. like as lame as you know, a B, who cares about a BMW, right? But downgrading from what car do you have now? Uh, I got a Honda Accord. Yeah, so like downgrading from a BMW to Honda Accord is something because people don't realize it sounds douchey, but it is like a, a mental thing. Yeah, because, because the BMW and I it sounds very dumb to say, and people are gonna be like, but it's like it wasn't just me driving a douchey car. It was. When I got my when I went from my Civic to a BMW, I was so proud of myself because I actually made enough to be able to afford that saying. car without being housebound. And like, then you're it's like humbling yourself. It's like going from a two bedroom to a one bedroom are, apartment. Those are some I made. They're fucking funny. Yeah, those are good. I like the Castle White one. Look at the Lord of the Rings one on the bottom, yeah. right? That's funny. You you went for funny rather than like pro looking. Well, that was good because I would but do that, both. and then and then more people would like it on Instagram, so mm. it would be shown to more people. So, right. granted, it wasn't even my shows; it was for Drew. Right. No, they're good. But uh, <clears throat> um, yeah. But when you give when you downgrade something in your life, even though it doesn't matter, like going from even a two bedroom apartment to a studio apartment, it's all you need a nice studio. It's it's fine. But it's yeah, there is that mental state of like oh, I'm going backwards. Exactly. Yeah, so and it's hard. This past couple months, I mean, I really started to kind of make that plan a couple months ago just because I needed to get to that certain threshold of money to be able to, you know, have a year's worth. But it does taste like discipline of like, you know, I can't go out because when you have that steady paycheck, like me and my girlfriend, like I would go buy sushi, 120 bucks yeah. and not even think about it. And next thing you know, your credit card bill is like three grand a month and you're just like, all right. But now... I'm like the yeah, complete, complete opposite. But what I did do, like, you know, I, I took advantage of the fact that I did was able to make money. I did in my overhead, you know, figure like spending money and shit. So I'm not like I'm not trying to quit and just eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. You know, I'm trying to like still lead this relatively uh, somewhat a version of my old life. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, dude. But anyway, so best of luck. I mean, I I don't think you're gonna make it. So I don't. I when I think I am, my brain 
does the negative devil's advocate thing. And I need to have the mentality that you are. Don't listen to me. Well, I have both, but but in the middle, in the day, I have. I'm going to make a mentality. Grand a year. That's you got to The only way you're going to do that is if you get famous. Not really. 120k, dude. You get a couple. You're this is where you're simple. You're a simple minded man, and you don't. I can see how limited your bandwidth is. Think okay, what comic do you think is making 120k a year off comic? Maybe like Chappelle Lacey. No. You think he's making what significantly uh, more than that? I don't know. He's not a good. Um, I think he's making around there. Would be my guess. I. So you have to get to like that. That's like your bar of what you need. Well, to get I know. To. I know what your paycheck has to be essentially to be making. You're that. making ten grand a month. Yeah. Ten k a month every month. Entertainment's tough because it's it's cause, inconsistent because it's inconsistent. Yeah. I think. Uh, what comics making that? I don't know. What do you think the bar, like how many, because now comedy has basically turned into social media to me. Right. Like to, to measure your success. Right. It's how many followers you have. How many followers do you think you need to quit your day job? For like to, like as somebody listening, telling them or. Yeah. If someone was like an open micer. I would say. This, like, what do I need to get to, to where I could quit my job at Arby's? I mean, Arby's. Yeah, because you don't. You obviously don't. Most people aren't making one twenty. Let's say most people are making fifty. I so would say, you, quit your job if you're like. Let's start with Instagram. If you're at fifty and your engagement's still pushing you in the right direction, and you have companies reaching out to want to work with you with brand deals, I think mm-hmm. it's all money driven. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like, if I wasn't getting brand deals, I wouldn't think about this or nor would i i mean maybe i would but uh i'd say like maybe if you're north of like 50 and again it's going up but then again also mine's going down yeah well obviously (laughs) i mean this it's going down right now isn't it funny right now it's going down and we're still just talking like it's good my my (laughs) social media following on our instagram goes down the only two that organically go up for me are tiktok and youtube oh youtube is i mean Mm -hmm. that's the best one yeah, YouTube's the best. That's one. like by far the best one. YouTube's the one I should be spending every day. Instagram's on, trash right now. Like Instagram, uh, I don't even know. It's just a thing. They're very. I rank them based on responsiveness as far as trying to sell tickets, but they're all like, you could do a chart of like the like for making money. Facebook's the best one, and YouTube for responsiveness. I'd say Instagram and Facebook for you know insurance of life and making money youtube is you know right but i would say with the with saying like okay if you have sixty thousand on instagram and all of your followers are in america so you can mm-hmm. tour and sell tickets like that would be a glimmer of hope and you can maybe start to start to think about quitting um tiktok who the fuck knows bro people have a million yeah, and can't like yeah. tiktok's just a number like we don't even know what that means it's more of a clout thing if you had a lot of YouTube, fuck. I don't know shit about YouTube. My YouTube, when I, I made it sound like I have a lot of YouTube. I what have do you have, like a thousand? Five point seven thousand. That's great. It's something. What do you get for like a podcast episode? Money-wise or views? Views. Oh, like 500 views. Not a lot. That's interesting. On average. That's if it's a no name. But you have, have I have some ones that popped up. So after a that. week, what do you think this will be? Like 500? Yeah, like That's 500. pretty good though. Yeah, it's not bad. It's something. YouTube's it's, hard. Hey, think about this. If you went and did a show for 500 people- It'd be a great show. It'd be a really good It'd be show. Fun as, fun as heck. I mean, YouTube. I, I don't. I've been saying about that. heck now, and I've also been saying freaking a lot. Oh, you don't swear anymore. 
I do, but for some reason in my day to day, I've been saying How freaking. I don't know where it came from. I just, you have just a started. I don't think so. She's. I mean, my girlfriend is. Uh, you, you know, get, she gets naughty. It. She gets naughty when she's sucking you off. You go, oh, that freaking feels. So fun. <laughs> <laughs> feels so freaking good. Feels the way so you freaking suck good. Dong. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> Your girlfriend. I was watching. That was my first time in San Diego seeing her do stand up. Yep. Is it public? Are we allowed to talk? Your yeah, sure. girlfriend. Yeah. Um, she's a comedian. Yep. I've never seen her before that. She gets pretty naughty up there. Good. She got your girlfriend. You're with naughty me. On when you're with me. She was she's like, naughtier than you. Way naughtier than did you. Did you I even think. watch any of my set? No, but I. You don't get that naughty. I. I get naughty. Not like that. I get freaking naughty. She gets freaking naughty up there. She she's better. talking about. Getting her Anal, vagina waxing. Yeah, she's she gets freaking wild totally, up dude. there. I, that's like our she role play. Flo- she gets Florida up there. I pretend like I'm an audience member, and then I hit on her after the show. I go, "What's up with all that freaking naughty shit?" <laughs> <laughs> no, she it does. does uh, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm surprised you never seen her before. I've seen. I've obviously know her. I've seen her around, but I've never actually watched her stand up. I get it, dude. I, I don't, don't watch comedy. I really don't either. I feel yeah. like when I saw you at Haha ha that night. That's probably the first time I saw you in a long. I mean, I see your yeah. clips online, but I don't. Yeah, wa- yeah I don't watch them. But in, in New York, it's way different. I was just in New York for a few weeks. Right, people watch each other there. They go weird, bro. How do you other. feel about New York comics? Uh, overall, I like it, but I think New York comics are better. Really? Like, here's the thing: they all think they're better and say they're better, which is annoying, right? Because they come to LA and they go, "LA's, yeah, people in LA suck." Right. And that's not that's bullshit. There's amazing LA comics. There's shitty LA comics. There's right. amazing New York comics. There's shitty New York comics. Do you think there's more over there? But I think there's more comics over there. They pursue it in a different way. They pursue it as like I want to be a stand-up. Where they're in New York, they're not talking nearly as much about getting a TikTok following or writing a script or getting an audition or getting a JFL show. Because I mean, they are all that stuff matters. It's there. They want a career, but they're more talking about. I need to have a new 10 minutes. I want to grind. Week. Yeah, I want to they do love five the, shows a night. I was talking to a New York comic at the Improv, and she was saying, like, they almost, like, pride themselves on, like, being able to do well at a shitty show. Yeah, she for was sure. Say, she, was like, she was like, yeah, but, you know, somebody will be talking, like, yeah, but did you do, do good at that show at, uh, you know, whatever, Joe's Coffee in Brooklyn for mm. four people? <laughs> You're like, why are you why, – why would you go to that? Yeah, there's that. And then here – if you're the top comic, and I'm talking about like, uh, if you're Theo Vaughn, right? Maybe you get three spots a night. That's pretty insane to think about, right? Like, if you're, you could do more. You could try and cram in more, but like, comfortably speaking, you go pop in the Laugh Factory, the Improv, the and that's store, a full night. Maybe two at the store. You're doing three spots a night, right? In New York, me and you could do three spots a night, and that's not a crazy thing <sighs> at all. That's so crazy. Yeah. Did you do that when you were there? Uh, I, I was doing like two because I wasn't, I just wasn't trying to burn out. wasn't focused on that. I was there for another reason. Oh, yeah. I was there right. to start another podcast studio. Shout out studio podcast. Um, so I, stu- stand up was almost an afterthought there. And I still was getting up more than I get up here. How'd you, what's the process like? How do you know to, who to hit up? I think just after doing stand up for 10 years, I did feel like, oh, I don't know that many people, but no, I know. Just enough New York comics right. now to where I would just say I'm in town and I never did stand up there. Shit. It was I, my second time doing it there because I was always like I didn't want to go there for no reason. Right. But you, now, what? I think you should. Yeah. 
go there for no go to places i used to be like i want to be I, it was almost like an ego thing i don't want to go to austin until i have a paid show in austin i don't want to go to new york till i have a reason right. to be there go go for fun yeah especially if you have if you can afford it go meet people get on shows that's you're gonna build no you're, you're right build contacts and get money and Dude, get not to shows mention, that way i'm from the northeast and i did shows in boston and i was like these oh these are the people i know and growing up and like they resonate so well if anything out here you meet all these west coast fucks like oh, yourself i do better in new york uh, maybe it's i do way head, better on the northeast my comedy does better there. i bomb in connecticut my first, my first show my mom came to, I was, I've been doing Santa for five years. I went with Drew, he's uh, Hartford funny bone and my mom cried and I just, because you did so bad. No, I did a couple jokes. Like I did a joke how she would discipline me via haircut. Cause she was a hairdresser. Did a joke about how my grandmother, when she sneezed, she would scream. So it's scary. She me. hated it. Oh, she couldn't. She thought like comedy is like. She would go to like uh, you thought you were gonna do like doc knock knock jokes. She thought like she the only comedy she saw up to that point was like the American Legion had comedy night and it was like an Italian guy named Joe and he's like, Let me tell you, my mom makes all the fucking meatball. Like she thought I was gonna go up there and be like silly. She didn't know how raw comedy was. So when I kind of like was jabbing a little, even though like she was wine drunk, which didn't help, but that must have been a horrible night for both of you. Oh, it's your mom crying at your comedy. Well, not to mention, to go there. <laughs> you're 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 pursu- you're up there doing your dream. And you're like, I didn't All see I want. it though. Thank God, I didn't look at the crowd and see her sob. But you found out later. I found out. So yeah. I got off, I got off stage and I was like, that sucked. I was like, I was in my head. All my friends. Oh, you and didn't family. feel like you did good. You had a bad no. set. It was like just all my friends and family were there. You're in your head. It was like that yeah. sucked. And then on top of that, I I walk off stage and I'm hanging out by like the kind of the corner of the room where the. People are going to the bat or walking towards the bathroom, and my buddy goes, "What's up?" He goes, "Good job." I was like, "Thanks." He goes, "Oh, your mom's crying," and I go, "No, she's not." He goes, "Yeah, she is," and he walked away. And I was like, "I thought he was fucking with me," and then yeah. I saw her, and she literally was crying. <laughs> and to Damn. that point, it was brutal. I never want to do comedy in front of her again. She doesn't even like. I, I know she sees me doing well now. She loves when I do the silly videos because it's not like. She like, just doesn't like it when you're inappropriate, basically. She yeah. wants she wants you to be a piece. She, she wants comedian. me to be like Sebastian Maniscalco. Like she wants right. like that as a comic son, not Damn, me that's talking hard. about my fat cock. That's hard. Yeah. My parents are surprisingly at least pretend, they at least pretend to be very supportive of my Do comedy. they go to the shows? They want to. I don't let them. I don't They've been before, but I don't like it when friends and family go to my show. I don't like it because they know when you're lying and when you're not lying. I don't lie. You don't ever embellish. Very, very really? slightly. Yeah, but that's why I also I don't do. have a lot of material. What's the most time you've ever done? Most time? What's the most uh, time right now you think you hour. can do where you're like, you're not putting jokes to fill time? I think I have a really strong feature set. Oh, yeah, because you feature a lot. So like 25 minutes, no problem. Mm-hmm. And then I could do like 45, but at that point there's like couple, you know 15 in there. Uh, old jokes and just shit little, that I don't want to be doing. A couple shims. Yeah, but if someone so if someone offered me a special right now, I'd want to do like a twenty five minute special. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. When somebody if somebody's told me right now, like, hey, do you want to do thirty five? I'd be like, Dang. okay, I will, I will, I? Yeah. I'll do it. But I'm like, even when I like did the Laugh Factory thing, like, yeah, I, was I did doing, like forty forty five. I did forty five, and I was like, when they laugh and I can cut jokes as the because the laughters are long, I'm like, okay, I feel better. But when it was a like, if it's like a quick laugh show. And I'm burning through shit, I get hot. My back is a little wet. When I'm headlining, I consciously go a little slower, 
let the laugh sink in more, do a little more crowd work, <laughs> doing some story jokes, you know, some stories. Uh, a little pandering. But it, usually it actually makes me better. It's true. Because of it. I'm like slowing down. I'm more just like in the moment. Right. And I actually want like it's re- usually headlining sets go better for me. And I don't know if it's because of that or if is there something in the audience, even though no one, most of the crowds don't know who I am. I'm not famous. But is there something to who's ready for your headliner? That is a thing. And then they're like more about it and more, you know, more into it. They're on your side slightly more. Yeah. I've noticed that where even on little shows, a bad audience the whole night, they're giving you a little more because you're, they're like, finally, the guy. Maybe because yeah, you're last. The guy. You're like the guy. Even I do feel that when I You're like, like the boss. You're like, oh, yeah. the boss showed up. Okay, we, right. tr- we trust him more than these exactly. fucking. And I do feel that a little bit. Like when I'm at the Laugh and Factory it's the headlining, I was like, yeah, I'm yeah the, the audience, I'm the guy. Even I if see, they don't know scared who me I am, a little. they kind of scared me a little. Somebody. I didn't like, a part of me, even how I think about like quitting my job and I'm like, Thinking about succeeding, whether it's like when I'm the guy or even it kind of I'm like, Ugh, what the fuck? Like it freaked me out a little bit. Is there anything in your life uh, that I could help you with? Any problems or things like that? Like any therapy type things that I could help you with? What's any your personal specialty? issues? <laughs> uh, I actually, it is going to sound narcissistic, but I'm really smart. I can probably help you in any problem you have, whether that's That's business. a very vague answer to the question I had. So, so you're saying so anything? I don't have a, I'm, my specialty is everything. I'm a fucking genius. Uh, freaking, freaking, freaking genius. genius. Yeah, what would uh, be a genius. good? But like things that I specialize in, probably business, tech, sexual things. Uh, How do you comedy. handle? Because you mentioned earlier you don't drink. How do you handle not overindulging? Because sometimes I find myself. In moment, I don't have an addictive personality, but there's moments where, say, I'm out, you have a couple more yeah, drinks you and, your and you want. Yeah, you and your girlfriend are alcoholics. But, uh, no. Yeah. I drank last night. How do you, you like, you what, what people. Are <laughs> you are. I'm not an alcoholic. You're a little bit of one. In moments, I feel. You're I, not like alcoholic, like you have a, you're ruining your, you're throwing your life away to alcohol. You're not like, oh my God, that guy's, you're not Eric I'm an alcohol Myers. consumer. You're not like Eric Myers. You're not like no, that guy's going to die from drinking right. or that guy's going to like ruin his relationships. You're not Start like that. swinging on people. But you uh, you binge drink and you yes. and you you would probably you would probably feel better about yourself and be more productive if you drink less than you do. When so I don't drink, drink all too, week. Maybe you're not an alcoholic, you drink too much. Thank you. Yes. I think that's it where I don't drink during the week. But like, if we went out, but you out, do drink during the week, not as much since my not having a job. I did with my yeah. job. I, okay, I I'll yeah. be honest. Like, I'd have wine at night, not a lot, but then every now and then you're like, oh, it's been ten days and I've consumed alcohol every day. But it was only yeah. be like two glasses of wine. But even though it's a little most bit, most times I see you at night, comedy wise, you're drunk. <laughs> that's that's a legitimate. And lie. you're not. No, it's not. And it's not. I like, wasn't drunk on San Diego. You weren't. But I didn't that's have a drink you had to drive back to LA. I've drank. I've drank in San Diego and drinking. When I see you in LA, most times at night you're drinking, you're tipsy, you're you're buzzing. And I, there's nothing wrong with that, but it, it I, is a thing. Like we're not that I good of so friends. Drunk. I don't I, hang out with you that often. And I'm like, oh, he parties. Like my a, thing he, is uh, to party. What, and my what I'm trying to uh, you know do now with my not having a job is Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday. See, this is the, that's the al- the alcoholic in me. I can't even say Friday. I was going to say Monday through Friday, 
consume zero alcohol workout and all this good stuff. Um, but I, when I hear people, they're like, I went out and had one drink. In my head, I'm like, how did you do that? See, it's hard for me to con- – here's the diff- – like I could tell you for me, but it's not you. For me, I don't even like the taste of alcohol. See, I don't, so like, for me, I don't like, like the taste. I like after the After a drink, I'm like, that's all I want. Yeah, but you want the effect. The effect is nice, but it's not worth it for me for the taste. So I'm not like- The was, taste literally outweighs the effect for you? For me, drinking alcohol is like drinking medicine. Do it's you like, go down on girls? Uh, yes, but I'm picky about it. I could tell. If so some guys don't like it. If you're willing to overlook the taste of alcohol to bypass the effect, you must like disregard. You must not even want to taste a vagina. It, it, so- that's actually dictates who I fall in love with quite a bit. Really? So, like, my current girlfriend, I love going down on her. Really? It is getting a little more sexual than yeah, I want it, it to. Yeah, but it's kind of like a, it's a parallel between. She amazing. And what's the benefit you're So, you, I'd say 65, 75% of women who I, let's say, hook up with. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go down there. Some guys, you know, that's their thing. I go down on chicks. I do this. That's not my thing. So, you're a flavor guy. I'm a flavor guy. And alcohol, yeah, not a every sip of alcohol I take, whether it's a PBR or a shot, I make this face. I'd make this face. <sighs> yeah. And, and then I go and I've been three drinking, more. I've been drinking off and on, you know, since I was 15. So you could say 17 See, I didn't years. start that. I started eh, maybe 16. But I've never had a drinking problem because it's always, every time I drink, I'm like, Everyone around me is drinking. I should drink. I don't want to be weirdo, but it's always a struggle to have more than two drinks. Really, I'm never like, yeah, pass me another one. Let's keep drinking, shots. That's uh, see, I only I cross like thresholds where if I'm like two drinks in and it's boring, and someone's like shots, I'm like no. But if there's fun involved, the fun nudges me towards the party side. Yeah, and then I, but I'm like, well, I have also and the hangovers. Ugh, I mean, I it's, brutal. it's brutal. It's brutal. Even this morning, I really. felt kind of yucky, so I worked out. That's why I was running a little late. So because of that, it's hard for me to tell alcoholics or people who like to drink how to how to not drink because it's just clearly we're different. We're wired. So you're not the best sense. therapist, but <laughs> I still have things that I overindulge in. So how do Junk you? Food. How do you? Okay, so women. Women. Women and junk food. Sex. Those are like my things that I'm like, I'll ruin my night to do that. Really? You know what I mean? Like, like I'll go out with a girl who I know I can't stand her personality oh. in the hopes that I'll get a banger. Wow. Or I'll, you know, know I'm going to regret this. Dish. Like last night, last night at midnight, I ordered Indian food. That's crazy. To my house. And I knew the whole time. Indian food's not that bad for you, but I knew the whole time, like... It's just a late I'm night gonna eating. Be, yeah, I'm going to be full. I'm going to wake up bloated. Right. It's not a good decision. Did it anyway. Yeah. So yeah, in I, the moment... So I have those things. So and I, you, struck, I can't... Yeah, again, I can't really give you good advice because I haven't fixed them for me. <laughs> I, it's so, hard. If I went to my therapist... It's just self-discipline. Like, if I went to my therapist and he goes, yeah, I can't really give you advice there. Like, I, I, I think, think a we're normal person here. would be like, remind yourself... That this isn't a good decision. I know. And blah blah blah. You're gonna regret it. I know. I already know that. My trigger. Do it. My trigger is if I can get through. So like I've taken upwards of thirty days off. So like once I build credit. Yes. 
I feel more, uh, it's like the credits like in my face, like right before you take the first sip, like don't do that. You know, it's like when I work out for don't 20 days, away. Yeah. don't throw it away. Building but a routine. It, but when I don't have any backlog of good days, you're like, what the fuck? I'm, I didn't, I drank yesterday. Well, I'm not going to drink and today. I, I think food for me, bring it back to me because I'm selfish. Nice. Same thing. Food's a drug. And I just need to get a few weeks in of it's being just, healthy. And then and you don't want, and then you, and then you like almost get this clarity, like, why was I, what was I doing? Like when I took, uh, when I didn't drink for like 30 days, I remember I was even at the point where I'd go to a bar and I'm like, get the fuck away from me. And you start to like have this clarity, like I was that, that's disgusting. But then you have your first sip, you have a couple of white claws, you're like, oh, that's fun. So then you have this like split right. personality of like, that's fun. But then when I wake up in the morning, you're back to that clarity guy, like you piece of trash. Yeah, why did you do that? Yeah. And drinking's the same way too, because you like drinking. When you're around people who like drinking, you're like, but it'd be so fun to join them. You feel like an outcast. And it's the same thing with food. Right. It's so hard to go to a diner with friends and be like, I'm just going to get a tea. Because you like food, people around it's you boring. are doing it. Yeah. And you're like, I could join them. They're all doing it. I know. Peer pressure is real. Peer pressure is a thing. My trick, I would try, like, if I knew I was going to go to, like, the Naughty Pig right here and, like, meet up with comics or whoever, mm-hmm. I would... I need, and this is maybe even, I need like to feel a stimulant. If I'm going in feeling zero baseline sober, I was like, I'd get a coffee beef. I would be willing if my month off from drinking, I would drink a coffee at 11 p.m. just so I feel something going into the event and I'm not boring and yawning. I do things like that. You know? Yeah. Get a coffee. It's healthier. It's good for your bowel movements. You're participating. I love caffeine. I think I'm addicted to caffeine. I mean, I I think I work out because I like taking the pre-workout drink, which is just like caffeine. Assholes. These caffeine. things have uh, 200 milligrams. Celsius heat. Wait, yeah, they, those are just regular Celsius. But yeah, they have 200 milligrams of caffeine, and they make me shake. If I have an empty stomach and I drink one, I'm literally shaking from all the caffeine. I woke up this morning, empty stomach, took my pre-workout, which has like upwards of 300. I don't shake, but I love the feeling. And then I work out, and then I feel good because I burnt fat because you have energy stomach. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and then I then it sets the tone for the day. My anxiety is not as bad because I think I just exhausted all the adrenaline that would have otherwise attacked my brain throughout the day. And uh, here's a thought I was thinking of. It's kind of we're gonna get into a little risque talk here, a little non PC. Good dude, let's talk go. some bad boy shit. And I've never done this, but I it, it was a thought that crossed my head. And me and my lady friend were talking about it last night. If you're, let's say, on a date with a dumb girl, or a girl, let's just say a girl. Nice. Not all girls are dumb, but let's, anyway, I don't know where I'm going with Most this. of them are. So you're on a date with a girl. <laughs> just kidding. And she doesn't want to hook up. But you convince her to, not in a, like, uh, not from nagging her, not from being like, Come on, not not from like being too persistent or pushy. You're actually like laying down a case. Or what if, yeah, what if you said to her like, hey, like what if she had a sunburn and you're like, you know what helps sunburns come? Oh, wow. And she, and and you convinced her with some white lies. Oh, so say. you're lying that cum is yeah, like you're an like, aloe. Yeah, yeah. You tell her that cum is an aloe and, has, you, and has she believes the same you. properties as aloe. Yeah, and she believes you. I would use the word you. properties yeah. too to trick she her. She believes you and she milks you for that aloe. Is that um, illegal? Is that, would you be canceled for that? If, 
uh, that would imply the next day her sunburn felt worse. And then she said- <laughs> Or at least not better. And then she goes, I thought you said- <laughs> And you go, listen, you're like, you had a really bad burn. It doesn't- You're like, I I thought it would help. Yeah. But you know deep down you were lying. You know it's not going to help. Or you, or if it helps, it's, yeah. Why is it the, why is it the um, pursuer's fault where she should be tr- doing some sort of troubleshooting. You tricked her, her, basically. You trick a girl. She should have been doing. Re- she could have easily pulled out her phone and Google does come make sunburns feel better. And I, yeah. I, you know, right, right. I acknowledge you tricked her. She fell for your trick. She just took your word for it, and she did it. Are you? Does that make you a bad guy? Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> If you're going to ease, if you're going to soften the edges, I'd be like, I mean, you should have looked it up. You could have Googled come. And also. And again, this is just a great theoretical. I have never told a girl that my semen is aloe. No. Or at least I've maybe as a joke I did, but I've never. I've told a girl my semen will give her a sunburn. (laughs) Just (laughs) because it's so freaking hot. It looks like a fucking slug burnt her. Freaking slug burnt her. Dude, just a fucking hot line down her back. Yeah, I... I I'm not um, wanting to come on girls, like, in a weird area. Do you have, like, do you shoot big loads? I throw ropes. What's it, that? It, uh, shooting ropes. You know, the first, oh. the nut, it looks like a rope. I just drip and dribble. Oh, you're just kind of a spew. You look like an yeah. old fountain <laughs> you're yeah. like a fountain like, like a broken fountain a broken like fountain. a clogged fountain you're like the fountain that yeah. they just turned off and sometimes <laughs> i'm like but i think the reason is because i i ejaculate a decent amount if i held it up yeah I you gotta I'd like leave. you'll have good nuts if you don't do it for a couple days yeah exactly which i've never done since one time i was, I was at 12. a i was in connecticut and uh it was my birthday and my cousin we're at a bar and he's like dude you want to go get rubbing tugs and i was like let's do it and uh long story short the woman was jerking me off, and I shot so hard. I've it never hit, done a rub and hit me in the face. Surprisingly, I hit. Whoa! It went hit yourself, and it hit me in the cheek. So, I was also twenty-two at the that, time. People, I've heard that story before. I'm telling the truth. No, no, I believe you. I'm not saying, but I've heard people who I did have a sunburn. On on, I had a sunburn on my face too, and it helped. <laughs> good aloe. Yeah, it's a good aloe. It, I don't think I'd be that grossed out if I did that. To I didn't myself. give a fuck. Yeah, who cares? It's your own juices. If we went in my mouth, I'd laugh. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah, I think every guy would do it to themselves. Like shit is disgusting. Like if that, that I wouldn't laugh about that. But even then, I'd much rather prefer it to be my, my shit own than shit. someone else's shit. If it's my own shit and it's somewhere anywhere outside of my mouth or in nose, I'd be like, <laughs> damn. Yeah, I've wiped it on my finger before. I mean, that's from very, a very white. I mean. Hand like if it's on I've, your. I've wiped my own shit on my hand, like, several times. Like bare hand. Yeah, like I'll go for the wipe. Oh, but you have toilet paper in there. Yeah, but I'll miss or whatever. <laughs> Something happens and I'll pull it. I up. thought you had zero toilet paper in there. No, I got toilet paper and I have a sink. I'll wash my hands immediately after. But I'll. Does this happen to you? Wait, yeah, of course. And it gets like on today, your I think it happened. Yeah, it happens to me, and I'm like, ah. It, 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 it's I go not like that this. big of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> it just it makes me feel like an amateur. I'm like. I've been wiping for 32 years, and this is still happening to me. If, like, a, come if on. you have a big clump, it happens to me when the roll is th- slowing down. I have no toilet paper anywhere. Like I this, always literally keep... this happened. Uh, this happened 
yesterday where my girl was over. I didn't want to have to yell for her to get me a paper towel. I knew I had no toilet paper and I had like bare, you know, like when you start to see the brown through the white, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I just, so I had to do some like folding shit, uh, no pun intended, but I think I caught like the side on a couple, but it's like when you're like, you know, playing with fire, you're going to get fucking some shit on you. No one clip <laughs> any of this. Don't clip this shit. I don't want shit talk. If. Why? On, on social media. Then beep it. I'm going to leave it in. I'm leaving it in the podcast. It, over beep it. The form. <laughs> no one clip this. Over, be, over bleep out what we're saying to see if they even pick up what no. we're talking about. <laughs> Any thoughts on the Roe versus Wade just because that's relevant and we're doing a podcast and it's timely? I mean, I think it's... Are you, uh, are you for? Are you pro-life? Are you uh, pro-choice? Pro pro-choice. Pro-choice. Dude, it's like... <laughs> Such a basic answer. It is a, it's a, a pussy. basic LA answer. No, I think it is. Uh, I'm I don't pro know. Choice. I'll play dumb where I don't know. One, I am pro-choice. It's like yeah, bet you are. Some old men. I it, I'm just saying the hacky things I read yeah. online, but I, I I'm very pro-choice. I here's my thoughts on it. I'm pro-choice up to an extent. I mean, you can't be a boarding fucking nine month. You know, there must be a threshold where you can't do Six it. Six weeks is the one they're trying to do. Six week threshold. Heartbeat. I mean, let's. I'll do under a thousand heartbeats. I don't know the how time many, of that. How many is that? That's like a day. I'm here's here's my thoughts. I don't know how to make this funny, and I think a lot of people have the same thought as me. It's not a unique thought or perspective. Nice, but I am pro life. Okay, I would never abort a baby myself or or like if it was me and a girl and she was like what do you want to do i'd be like i want to keep it okay even if it was a girl i didn't like or want to have future with all that stuff but that's me right i'm all about doing what i want to do yeah you want a family no i don't i don't want a family i don't want a baby but i'm saying if i got a girl pregnant i'd want to keep the baby because i don't want to abort a baby i would feel guilty about that right but that's me and if you were pregnant or got a girl pregnant, or if a girl was here and she was pregnant, mm-hmm. and she wanted to get an abortion, and I had nothing to do with it, do whatever you want. So you, I get it. So I'm I'm for abortion, but I would never do it. That's a very no, uh, noble answer. And I think so. You're the, you're you're in your sovereignty of Ari Manis. If it was my world, you're pro life. I'm pro life, and if it was a girl I was dating, I would very much encourage her to keep the baby, even or if a girl I wasn't dating, if it was a one night stand, and she was like, "Hey, I'm pregnant," I'd be like, "I don't, I'm not. Let's figure it out. Let's keep it. If it's up, if it's up to me, which it isn't, it's up to the woman. But if she was like, "I want to abort it," that's it's not my choice. It's 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 not me. It's it's the other person, and I think in politics. In this PC culture, this left versus right world that we live in, there is not enough people that are willing to just be like, hey, I have an opinion and that guy has an opinion and we're allowed to have different opinions. They want to – if they were like you, they want to instill that thought into other people. Yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah, on both sides. Right. I think that like – Oh, it's very – it's very brainwashy when both all well, very aggressive sides are trying to like it's like people trying to preach religion you're like yeah. you, you can believe it i don't i don't care though like some people heard would probably hear that i would never get an abortion and i like i don't like that guy 
I'm not talking like he doesn't get it. No, I, I think if they heard your point. They would hurt my point. But, but if you said I'm pro-life, it's probably, it's shitty because pro-life, they almost assume you're the aggressor. Right. Versus this version of pro-life where you're like, I'm pro-life, but I'm also pro-choice when it's outside of my home. But inside my home. There's too many, like, I'm seeing so many tweets or Instagram posts that are like, if you're pro-life, unfollow me right now because we'll never have it. We'll never get along. And I don't want, you know, I don't want you're like, you in I can my prove life. you wrong. I bet that per it, it, yeah. I mean, that's. It's so, it's so divided. It's like, why can't both sides just be like, hey, they're cool. I'm cool. That's a problem. Because they need so to have annoying. a, a law that, uh, I mean, what, uh, this is a dumb question, but it's like, what are they trying? I mean, even with like the rape cases, though, that's insane that they're making those women that the law is saying those women have to have that child. That's yeah. crazy. To and me. I think they should have the child. Me. You do. Well, now, now you no, but you're you're now disregard. You're what if she doesn't want to have it? It's not up to I. That's what I'm saying. My my belief is you she should have it. Oh, OK. But but that's me. It does. And it's not but it, my but choice. But if she doesn't make. want to, you're going to agree with her. Because you said earlier, I disagree with her, but I think she should do whatever. It's not up to okay, me. Okay, so you're it's, just going to support her, but your underlying subtext is I don't. I'll support you. I disagree with what you're doing, but it's not my decision to make. It's your decision to make. This is, is my point. I feel like earlier you said, "I'll support." I if I ha I don't girl, support abortion is what I'm saying. Okay, I'm against abortion, but it's that's it's not my decision. It's not my law to make. I don't I don't think people should make laws for other people. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I think I don't want to do drugs. I think drugs are bad. But if you want to shoot up heroin, I don't think it's me to say you're not allowed to do that. Right. You're you'll try to talk the person out of it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're still saying you can do what you want. I'm going to tell you why I don't think you should. Yeah, do it. I think abortion's bad. The problem is that people you like the you, when they try to talk the person out of it, potentially one, they're trying to talk the person out of it, which I think them. That's them putting their f beliefs on the person already. Don't yeah. e don't even talk to the person. You can think all of it, but now when you're trying to persuade people, oh, I'll per I'll try to persuade. Well, then you're you're so you're a pro lifer. <laughs> I, I am. That's but, what I'm saying. But I'm you're the aggressive one. But I don't think there should be a law, is what I'm saying. Okay, I agree with that. I'm pro life, but I don't think there should be a law. Yeah, you I'm shouldn't control people at the judicial level. Right. We can talk all day. Right. But you can't just. Uh, I'm anti-religion. Right. I think religion is bad, but I don't think it should be a law. Banned. It should be yeah, banned. I don't think religion should be banned. If someone else wants to, yeah, well, have fun. It makes go you feel good. Every Sunday, cool, good for you. If someone right. else wants to get an abortion, hey, I think, I think that's shitty. But that's it's your body. It's your baby. You can kill your baby. Yeah, go do it. I don't think it's killing. It's more of just heartbeat. So pre six is the okay. Yeah, I think your answer was much more eloquent than me. Just. Uh, Plagiarizing tweets that I saw from memes. I probably plagiarized my answer from I think somewhere. you thought about that before you came in here and you made me look. I've been down. thinking about it the last few days. Okay. Yeah, I've been thinking because it's been it's shoved in our faces. I don't I see I'm a person I and I don't want people to think I'm insensitive, but like I purposely just don't look at shit anymore because it's so I know that's a pretty big one and it's inevitable gonna get to my you know, in my peripherals, but a lot of the shit on the internet, it's just so much fighting. You're just like, so Jesus Christ, I can't like handle, I have more shit to worry about. Like I watched the news for like five minutes the other day 
within, I'm not even kidding you, five to 10 minutes, it was like three shooting stories. You're like, is that yeah. all we're covering? Just and, shootings? And it's so, I mean, this is so obvious and also talked about, but it is so wild that every time a new issue pops up in the news, like Roe versus Wade is the current one, all of a sudden, all the Texas shooting stuff. Gone. All the war in Ukraine, completely but out of my algorithm. No one's talking about it. Well, it's, and those problems are still very much have not. Oh, gone they're away. they're just if not more uh, an issue. But it's yeah. it's even more. Well, first off, that's when you stop looking at the social media like it's this like open forum. You're like, no, it's a business. At the end of the day, the news is a business. If you cover the story that's not getting the clicks, you're not making money. That's so, why I hate the news. So if you looked at if you step back and look at all these news stories. The war in Ukraine, you'll make a little money, but you know what's going to make you a lot of clickbait and a, a money on ads is when people are clicking your opinion on when you're doing some clickbaity dot, dot, dot title mm -hmm. for Roe vs. Wade. That's what's driving everything. So, yeah, I mean, that's the problem. That's the problem right there. If you had a news station that like didn't care about making money, but then it's almost so mundane. Nonprofit. It's almost so mundane of a story. You're like, is this even real? Like, because we're so accustomed to believing the big ones mm -hmm. that when you see like these random and then you're like is that fake and then you're like questioning you're like is this fake i don't even know what the fuck i'm reading anymore that's why i'm like you know what i saw a ted talk and the guy goes if it's big enough it'll get in front of me otherwise i'm just gonna completely just start ignoring shit which sounds like a very scapegoaty like you're avoiding issues man right. you're like am i am i really like turning a blind eye on shit you're like i mean everybody but can you, have, you probably are because i am to an extent yeah uh, to i an, think yeah i am yeah like i had my answer to you the reverse way was most no it was, it was scared good. answer no it was your answer it was good it was, that's how a lot of people think. pro choice yeah you're a little boy i would anything abort. you want to plug uh dude what's up um you guys know each other yeah Okay, cool. I think so. You what? Hiked? Just you two? No, we walked by each other. Oh, you didn't hike together. No. You saw each other out I walked by him. I go, hey, Is what's up, man? Is someone here to see the studio? Yeah. Okay. I walked by him and I go, hey, what's up, man? He goes, hey, Mike, how you doing? And I kept walking. Um, plug. I think just check out my social media, at Maddie Chimber. Like, subscribe. And uh, if you see me in your area, come to my show. And if you don't. Is there any other um, issues you want to talk about? Anything you feel like we missed out on? Same thing for you, Mo. Anything we should just. We covered the good stuff. We covered all the good this stuff, the right? Good. Yeah. I thought that was the heavy hitters. Those were. Um, no, I'm over that. Okay. I'm so going to go back to my numb you life. Co we covered it. You think we covered it? We got it all? Okay, follow me, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. God bless. Goodbye. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed 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 unlicensed, unlicensed. unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis.